Hello and welcome to another episode of the High Light Language Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Hill, and we are here, here today to bring in a three-episode kind of coalescing uh, of, of the mind, body, and soul. Like, right, we all know this, the mind, body, soul, that is you. So we're going to go through the three. Um, we're going to start with body. And, you know, just because that's the physicality, you know, we can kind of go from there because they're all three are intertwined. So we are going to just kind of focus on the body and then we'll have two precursor episodes for more um, exploration on this mind, body, soul connection. So we'll do the soul and the mind and uh, go from there. But we're going to focus today on the body. So again, this body, this beautiful vessel, this vessel given to us as the home for our soul amazing stuff that we can do to it amazing things that like it can experience amazing things that like you can take it to right you can travel it you can you can massage it you can exercise it you can you know get an injury and and have pain for a while within it just again all sources of divine guidance for you know growth so uh, again, everything is a is a is a good good remembrance of how the body is the best source of information, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual. The body is a great source for information, whatever you're looking for, or whatever you know might be hiding in the shadows a little bit, and that you need to bring to light, or or maybe search around in certain areas that are in similar proximity or you know adjacent sides whatever you know to figure out like symmetry within yourself symmetry within your thinking symmetry within your like lifestyle and diets and you know societal norms and stuff like that so you know again just taking into consideration all things body so we're going to travel through this i'm excited for this episode this share um but let's do our three stabilizing breaths before we engage further so these three stabilizing breaths, these three connecting breaths where we drop in together, we will do a big inhale and then a hold for a six count and an exhale with a personalized sigh, right? Okay, so make the sigh different each breath. So the third one, make it whatever. Second one, make it whatever. First one, make it whatever. Make them crazier as they go. Make them lighter as they go. Make them have more frequency, more tone, less frequency, less tone make it personalized but let's do these together i love them they set our energies for the acceptance of the wisdom so let's drop into our space and we'll start here in five four three two one inhale hold let it go <sighs> inhale hold Let it go. <sighs> Inhale. Hold. Let it go. <sighs> yes. Love it. Love the three stabilizing breaths. We are connected. We are here. We're going to talk about the body, right? All things body. We've been going through the elements, fire, water, wind, all this great stuff earth right we are here we are earthians we are humans we are human beings we are here i am 
I see myself, I define myself as the world, right? Let's like live with those kinds of galactic thinking patterns because you have this gut, you have this mind, and you, you know, you have this heart. So we connect the three and here's your bodies, right? These three bodies of information that you can coalesce and make it an adjacent, you know, transmitter to your higher self and work more in accordance with soul and spirit you do the same thing you know so you're you're making this coherence with what the signals are coming through the vessel to then take you to high, higher heights right and we can uncover these these keys to greatness at any modality there's so many modalities so many coaches out there now that can guide you into to figuring out the depths of your being and getting through the layers of the onion right like it's it's an amazing thing so let's like you know one, one of the best ways to uh, engage the body is by massaging it right by, by massage just like feeling your muscles feeling your fascia kind of giving yourself a once over self massage is great like cover yourself in coconut oil or some healthy oil that's good for your skin and, and massage your joints you know just get into them and, and maybe even set a timer so that you're holding yourself accountable a minute on each leg a minute on an arm a minute on, a minute on the torso and shoulders and neck and stuff but doing it yourself will add the layers of, of real true truth because even if you're getting it done by a practitioner, they don't know how you feel. They don't know the pain signals that you are going through. You may twinge, you may flinch, you may do this and that, but we don't know the depths of the pain you're experiencing because it does go away like when you're getting massage, but then you might feel it for a couple days or a day or you know you might not be hydrating enough and you'll feel it longer. So. Again, I think this engagement through massage, like you covering yourself in oil and doing massage strokes, like, and if you're in some super deep healing phases, do the massage strokes only upwards towards your heart, like pushing energy and all the, the flow of blood and even the fascial connections, like more towards this core centralized area within the chest and the higher chakras up into the head. You know, you're pushing all of this energy upwards towards these higher thinking spaces so that like you can be in a right mind to heal or reveal some sort of pain or imbalance that you maybe have been living with for too long that has now developed into like a chronic pain and all this good stuff so like because again it's all good that's why i say it's good because it's here to serve you it's, it's serving you for your highest good all the pain all the injuries right this is the trainer mindset i'm like oh injury okay client all right well i call it it's not an injury it's called an in journey, right? You have to go in and journey and journey and go in and go journeying and go in and go journeying again and again and again to figure out this, you know, uh, you know, injury that you went through, uh, a sustained damage thing to a joint that was succumbed during sport, during, you know, life, going down the stairs, getting out of the tub, whatever. It happened to you and now it is a journey that you're going to have to go inwards and navigate according so it's an amazing thing like you get these signals and then you know we sometimes see them as like well why me why 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 and most of the time it's you injuring yourself but you will say why 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 like why is this here but go to the depths of your being and see why the pain signals are coming through do the massage do this and that even after the injury like what are you gonna do are you gonna sit there and just let ice lay on it and give it some heat and you know we got to give it some compression we got to give it some once over it's uh, you know kind of our innate 
reaction. Like you bump your elbow, you grab your elbow real quick and give yourself self reiki. And you know, like you're healing yourself real quick and massaging it real quick, rubbing it and kind of helping the inflammation process by your own intuitive means. And that's like an analogy I give to people is how the body is so amazing and how it heals and how it is self regenerating. And it's like a bio dynamic energizing machine it's it's just so cool it's just i use the analogy of here like you bump your arm into the table right i bump my arm into the table it like oh i initially grab it or i may say say this i don't initially do anything i bump my arm on the table okay i look at it and it's starting to swell up it's starting to pump it's gonna like bring all this new blood flow and new cells everything and then it turns black and blue or anything like that like and i just look at it i don't do anything to it it would heal it would just take a little bit longer but now we have this free will in this this kind of inner mingling this inter inter uh, interfacing right with our vessel that we can like okay i put my hand on it real quick i'm immediately starting to heal it and give it energy from myself all right and then i'm going to put ice on it all right that's going to like cool down the area allow some of these like capillaries to do their thing and regenerate and do all this healing a little bit quicker and go heat afterwards to bring new blood flow there kind of like shock the system and then like you know put some salve on it that's like cbd salve or something like that and now now here we go we are we are putting our free will into the healing spaces of self-discovery right like what is going to work i don't know exactly what thing but try ice try heating try elevating you know put a cbd lotion on it and engage with your body and see what works best for you but this is like i don't want to speak it out there to the cosmos or anything but our lack of engagement with self and you know becoming too materialistic and thinking it's something outside of yourself that will make you uh, whole well the body is the is the source right this is the information source it's your data stream it's your conductor it's your the, you're the conduit to a divine knowledge and it comes in like shapes and numbers and codes and mathematics too like it's a very deep thing so looking into the foods that you're putting in right looking into like how the pain signals are you know are they once a week are they every other day are they after exercise are they pre-exercise are they during exercise are they every single day like these are the things that we have to investigatively look at so that we can introspectively solve our problems right usually if it's like an internal one that's a mental and emotional look to the chakras look look we're like all right am i root my sacral right my solar plexus right has a lot to do with eating like maybe i have to figure something out eating if i'm getting a lot of like solar plexus like that right under the rib cage like above the belly button like kind of center point between the chest and the belly button like that area like discover there like if you're wondering if you're eating the right things like put your hands there after meals or put them there before and engage with the body to like solve this chakra solve this one that's kind of been rumbling a little bit too much or like making me too regular on the toilet or not regular enough on the toilet it'll it'll kind of again guide you into the the interaction that we should be having with these these chakras that could be off balance or spinning or not spinning or need attention to or cleaning or you know aligning or anything like that so massage is going to be a really great way to like all right vessel i'm going to give you a once over i'm covering you with coconut oil i'm using my hands or whatever and i'm going to kind of go through other ways to massage the body because there's so many great ways that you can research into and again these are like ways that i found relief in my own body from my chronic injuries and like these self massage ways you can do them to other people but you're the only one who's going to 
again, be be that investigator and see things clearer because you're going to be able to adapt to the pain signals. A practitioner will definitely, you know, either stay behind or go to the edge and get to those edges of change. Like we're here to make change in you. All practitioners and coaches want to bring the best out of you and raise you to higher vibrations. And, and that's like the goal is to carry your body, this biological spacesuit, this vessel with all these different processes with ease and grace through this life. Cause it's not meant to be spent <laughs> in turmoil. This, this body is meant to be experienced with grace and love and it's supposed to choose all these loving things and feel out situations and respond accordingly you know this reaction thing like think about the reactions that go on in the pineal gland when stress is is about or even happiness or anything like that certain hormones are are doing their thing and releasing these chemicals like serotonin and norepinephrine and you know dopamine and like all these ones that melatonin make us tired like you can supplement with it but you can also produce it yourself and balance your lifestyle make your body go through certain waves of like all right it's supposed to be energized it's the afternoon and and then calming it down at the end of the night and nourishing it in its sleep and getting your body into better positions for ergonomic sleeping and healing of your body and your imbalances that you've been trying to figure out you know with your massage and and care and exercise and all that stuff so it's pretty cool. So a couple of the different d ways to uh, massage the body, I, like I talked about self, right? Cover yourself in oil and massage yourself, you'll get a lot done. But gua sha, gua sha is a very good tool. Um, it's just a piece of jade glass that is shaped and smooth. It's all beautiful. It's very energetic, the jade itself. So uh, very like uh, aqua color, very eye, eye pleasing, you know, looking at it. But you take this gua sha tool, and you make nice smooth actions. You can get into crevices in your hands and your feet. And you kind of just, again, massage up towards the heart. Or I go back and forth and scrape at it, kind of getting the, the snow off the window shield. You know what I mean? Um, you know, when we do these types of therapies, you might, like, run over a bump and then, like, discover there. That's where the fascia is kind of bound up or too tight. Or why you have chronic inflammation or chronic pain or something like that. There, There's a, a layer that you can uncover. So gua sha is a really, really great tool. Again, been in use for thousands of years and all this engagement with these types of modalities are like, all right, let's smooth out the system. Let's smooth out the body. Let's engage with the body and like push towards the heart you know cover ourselves in oil again and you know like make it a ceremonious thing where we're like smoothing our our, our acquiesced body right we're like water bodies so covering yourself in oil or just making smoother actions this is it like will help us figure out our lefts and rights and you know feel our fascial connections and feel our tendons and all these little finer um movers of of like our fingers and toes and then guide it in towards this core center right so gua sha is a very good tool um bamboo massage is a thing i i discovered this many years ago but i have these escrima sticks and they're like twirling around like just little kind of like sticks that you you um you know you can practice martial arts with hit together they're big energy sticks right made of bamboo and what you can do is use the bamboo sticks to do massage so Again, best done with like oil, but you can just use it as a pivot point and pry and use the 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 prying point and the smoothness of the bamboo and the obviously rigid and bendability of the bamboo to massage the muscles and get very deep. So those are really really good ways to again get to the deeper layers of say some athlete who's you know you know egoically present on the field and thinks his muscles you know 
don't need any tending to or you know is overstrained and overflexed or you know needs to balance these healing modalities so that the body can perform at 110 percent and you're not always sore and you know live in a tumultuous life as well so um the bamboo massage is is deep and and it, it's it's very very engaging and quick but uh you know i got the bamboo boo sticks and did the bamboo massage and then i invested in like a little mini dough roller like i think it's actually like a pastry roller it's a little white like there's little roller like pill shaped long pill shaped kind of uh spheric kind of thing and like you you just rub that on people and like it's smoother it's a little bit like uh you can get into the fine tips of uh you know the heads of the hips and the shoulders and the scapula and underneath and stuff like that with the rounded edges of the roller itself so just like a little um pastry roller like a little dough roller those work really well um so i again yeah got that a long long time ago and it's really helped me again smooth out the areas kind of it's like a wand so you can kind of reach down to your feet and you know take care of these joints take care of this vessel so um another way is like vibration and eft so you know shaking the body getting it you know giving it a once over with some tapping on it like with some eft the eft is great it's it's a it's a biological change opportunity for you you can tap on your body as hard or as light as you want like certain days are going to bring certain intentions and when you set those intentions that's how hard you're going to tap like you can use the tips of your fingers you can use the pads of your fingers you can use the whole hand you can use just the palm of the hand you can use a fist you know you can use the back of your hand like whatever you feel is is good for you um but tapping in with eft is going to like allow you to maybe hover over your hip that's been nagging you and be really light on it but then like down at the 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 uh calf that's like the muscles really strained you're going a little harder you know like kind of investigatively tapping in on yourself again with the you know self-human touch to touch right the hands to another human or hands to yourself is going to give you way better feedback than any tool outside of yourself so the eft tapping is very very engaging and even just shaking in place i'm lucky enough to have a vibration platform that you stand on and this thing's like going nuts and my head's shaking my legs are shaking and the, the the goal is to like stop the shaking right you you stimulate your body hold yourself with prowess and watch you know how you are the unknown user to this machine the machine does not know the user you it like does not know user so you are the one who's controlling the machine right so any tool outside of yourself like you're the controller and then you put the control in someone else's hand well like ha have a have a magician you know somebody can who can you know bring up the language that you're going to be able to associate with and allow you to see pain in a certain different way or, or something like that so like vibration and eft like dough roller bamboo gua sha yourself like these are great ways where you're gonna you know engage with yourself these 75 to 100 trillion cells like in our body right like what what are we engaging and and how are we surfacing these things one of the best purchases i ever made i just recently got this made a post about it my therasun okay i call it a therasun because it's called theragun i don't know i just like calling it therasun that's mine i call it the therasun so the therasun is a deep tissue massage tool like it has the softest of soft uh, head tool adapter for it and then like hard and like snow scraper thumb and cone like all these great ways to again go to the deeper layers of the self and get down 
past the muscles and all into the, the, the fascial connections and all that kind of stuff, the bones, and, and feeling these, these types of deep massage therapies out is how you're going to unlayer yourself with ease and grace. And it's like some days bring on pain, but all of us know that these are the days for growth. Like there is no punishment. There is only advancement. So whether you put yourself in this situation or not, you are here to advance the 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 punishment has come through but you're the quantum creator who can send your uh mind space your mind stream your life stream into a place of ease and grace and like handle ability so like because these situations arise all the time and your body reacts it produces the chemicals and how can you react how can you manage how, like you do that's why we exercise that's why we meditate that's why we eat right and massage and do all this stuff but like that's it. It's making yourself readily available to, you know, produce the right chemicals, handle situations with ease and grace and listen to the body and, you know, supplement if needed and meditate if you need do anything that you need to stay on this higher vibration where you're like bio energy, bio dynamic energy is, is, you know, coalescing coherently. This is it like coalescing coherently. Like it's not all over the place it's not here nor there it's not one thing or the other it's like you're the spice of life you got all these different modalities just in the massage phase of this share so here we go right but making the time to um you know record yourself take yourself into to um notice and and bring you know the layers of yourself like the stories that you've learned to other people even and give them like yo i i hurt my knee too like or i hurt my ankle or this is just how i healed myself and you know sharing these these types of wisdom is the only going to drive the knowledge into yourself because then that's how wisdom flourishes right so this is it so share these things with your friends um another really famous one you know like over all these years of, of running gyms and now forming my own practice like the foam roller wow i used to make posts all the time like foam roller you my only friend like dude you like are saving me through my exercise i'm hockey sore i'm spin class sore i am exercise sore foam roller i'm just chilling on you give me you for the next half hour right so I love it. The engagement of the foam roller. It's a very positive thing, but there is a method to the madness, right? I hate how they call it a foam roller because people are just rolling all over it. And I think that it's fine. You can do whatever you want to your vessel, but like how relaxed are you while you're giving yourself your massage before your exercise, you know? And, and I think there's a thing to getting massage while stimulated and also re very relaxed and like lighting candles and everything too. But here we go, foam roller, they're all over the gyms and all over the exercise scene. And now we wanna kind of put a method to this madness, like going in a certain order that you're gonna nourish your muscles to open up larger areas on your body and then not forget about the smaller uh, areas on your body and give your body a once over and realize you're gonna have like a hormonal feeling from the massage and interaction with the foam roller or the Therasun or, you know, a Gua Sha tool. Like you're gonna have a hormonal in, uh, input information uh you know exchange there so you're gonna feel real well and then like oh okay hey wow i'm gonna i'm gonna do that more regularly i'm gonna implement that into my daily life i'm gonna start to tell other people about it because it's helped me this is it these are the ways that you see somebody foam rolling you're like yo dude start on your butt and then go to your hamstrings and then go to your back and like open up areas that you can guide yourself into having again a feeling of good right what would a foam roller be for it'd be to like massage out your muscles and make them sit into a better place and not have as much like lack of range of motion and stuff so 
when you do these types of things, like, are you creating or are you destroying, right? You are either creating or destroying. So make sure you're in that creation phase. And you know how that's always a good question. I would ask a lot of the members in the gyms is like, they'd be foam rolling. And I'm just like, here's the one question I want you to ask yourself. How relaxed are you? <laughs> right? Like how relaxed can you be while you're like running that thing down your sore back? you know, and back and forth and rolling and rolling. So, it, and it, you know, you'd see people grimace a lot. And I'm like, well, if you're in pain, like you should never grimace at all. Well, you're either creating or destroying. So it leads to a lot of these core principles, right? And where it comes back to the core too, this body, right? We'll keep on body and the biomechanics and how the core is the uh, store with the best food, you know? So we have to engage it because we have like a front and a sides and a back to the core, right? It's your waist. So this like front and back side is where we can kind of set ourselves ergonomically, breathe into, and then hold steady, you know, for lifting or sport or contact or anything like that. So like learning your injuries through discomfort and experiencing, experiencing like opposite sides and like sides and like compensation and like seeing that like it all messes with your core and like how your abs do line up and how your shoulders sit and how your hips sit and how your feet are angled as you stand there comfortably like it it is something that you can guide yourself back up into through the stimulation of your feet to the floor like looking at yourself standing and just seeing if one of your feet are turned or you're you're shifting to one side and holding your core you know dumping over <laughs> so um you know holding it more level up and down like you're holding a pail of water like not spilling a drip this is what we're after so utilizing all that we can um you know shoulders hips knees elbows wrists fingers toes everything and I want to get into that, like just kind of thinking about how like your hands are to your feet, your um, elbows are to your knees, right? Your ankles are to your wrists, um, your hips are to your shoulders. So it's kind of cool, like how we have, we have these like adjacent things and like these adjacent sides where it's like, I know that your left shoulder hurts you right now, but what are you doing, right? Maybe you need to hold your right shoulder down or not use it as much or massage your right shoulder. It could be the, the part of the investigation that you were missing. So kind of searching to the left, searching to the right, searching up, searching down and looking at adjacent sides and seeing where maybe we can, you know, bring the body back into to symbiosis with, with like the pain, right? The pain breath in or whatever you want to call it. And then that breath out is like, I am healed. I'm ready to, to exercise again, to play my game again, to perform at 110%. So it's pretty awesome how, you know, we play these sports, we engage with exercise, we engage with our bodies, just even being every single day, every time you open up your eyes, you're starting to make like decisions. And like whether you hydrate or you make coffee or you wear this color shirt or anything like that, it all is a circular pattern that you can kind of, uh, you know, manipulate and, and give yourself relief with. So all these little quick go-to things like, or, or I mean, maybe more lengthy things like massaging yourself, like take the time, take 10 minutes and do it. Because chronic inflammation is a huge thing. And a lot of people just live with it and they don't tell people about it. And, you know, if you're living with something chronic, it's going to fester and become something you know, not very good for your being. So, you know, take into consideration what you're uh, putting through and like ways to really change things up quickly are acupressure points. So again, I'm trying to keep on the topic of body. I know mind, body, spirit is just intertwined. So like we'll keep on the topic of body and like all things body, but 
they're all intertwined and this is why like you know when i let my guidance come through like it's like dude tell them everything tell them everything flow you know watch your ums and and speak with you know poise and poignancy and tell them all about this stuff because this is amazing you people are amazing i love you all so much and I, I thank you for joining in i've been getting a lot of good feedback about what i've been putting out there and just giving this information to people seems to be you know having this wave-like effect of ease and grace this is great so okay we'll get back on the topic but i love you all <laughs> so chronic injuries are like that awesome uh feedback that you're getting and you know that like you're on the edge of change too because like it's like an injury like you can you can totally break a bone and like what is that what is, how does that heal back right and as soon as it happens things heal so it's absolutely divine and amazing because like as soon as you cut yourself as soon as you broke a bone like things are like whoa we got to go heal this and your body is that kind of you know energetic perfectness that like it will heal and it might be crazier than you've ever been through ever but it will heal and then the power of the mind comes in like beyond the body and then you really can heal anything in this physical reality you can bring things through the other dimensions the other densities right i don't even like saying dimensions anymore the other densities into this density and like heal a bone heal a a, a cut heal an animal heal a plant whatever you can do that stuff but like because because let's talk about it like what the what is the process of like healing a bone right so as soon as the bone breaks like everything is saying like all right we gotta we gotta do something we gotta get this back in order something is array and it's like literally it goes through a couple um like growing phases right because it, it's it's got it's got a point where it breaks and then everything gets inflamed right and then everything reacts and your body uh you know grows accordingly and you've probably even heard the saying like things grow back better and when you use like acupressure like you can push on a joint and it hurts and then like it goes away real quick we have to be like the bamboo and the the willow tree you know like we have to bend and move like bruce lee said it the best like the stiffest tree is the most easily cracked while the bamboo a willow you know swings and survives by bending with the wind like we have to adapt to our our surroundings our our information that's coming through you know so like because you're the one who puts yourself there you're the one who thinks about what you think about so taking you know into consideration well i got this chronic thing that's going on but i'm bamboo <laughs> i'm the willow tree i can bend and move and even break and grow back stronger so we're like a level up but like it, it, it's kind of something that you have to do to learn your body deeper i broke my leg when i was 13 years old first day of summer biggest lesson of my life i was like totally against it too i remember being scared to tell my parents i got some little bit of programming there going on but i was even afraid to hurt myself as a kid like if i hurt myself it's like i can't play hockey i can't do this i can't do that and then when i did break my leg like i not only was able to like tap into a little bit of my creative side and you know, whether it was through video games or drawing and stuff like that like i was able to sit down and and be and watch my leg heal and it healed back fine and i was able to like play hockey and i did rehab and i did massage and it's still something i deal with today so it's amazing how like injuries from way back when and it'll like just beep in and be like hey you know you got this and this happened and it's still here because it's a 
it's a whole experience here in this physical vessel. You don't forget, right? You, you, even if you can't remember something, you never forget. So it's, it's there. It's there in your supercomputer. So, um, you know, looking back on those things and being grateful, like I'm grateful I broke my leg. Like that showed me a lot about balancing my rights and lefts. And I'm glad I like hurt my shoulder because that taught me about how, like how much we overuse our shoulders and try to let the shoulders do everything. <laughs> Cause like, that's it. Like a lot of people are like my wrist, my wrist. And I'm like, well, what about these shoulders? And then I'm like, but my shoulder too. And I'm like, what about the backs of the shoulders and these angel wing insertion points? Like <laughs> I would always call them that because it's like the scaps and lats behind the shoulders, relaxing the front of the shoulders, engaging the scaps and lats, this angel wing insertion point where your angel wings insert and you hold them there and you fly, fly, fly. Cause this is it. Like go beyond the physical being connect into the like physical being and then you you've coherently got yourself together with your angels with your guides with this physical being that you are this vessel that like you chose to to come into too so it's an experience into and also travel into multiple dimensions multiple densities of, of reality so all by choice we are here and like the chronic injuries are those you know other densities coming through as an energetic feeling for you to have and now to emotionally attach to and then either deal with or transcend or give to the hands of another practitioner or whatever but like i said the self-massage all those good things the acupressure is amazing like the few that i work on and just like to bring pain up real quick or you got a meeting you got to go to or your your back's hurting you or something like that try these pressure points um the in in between the uh index finger and thumb one like that meaty part in between your index finger and thumb in that like pit like just grabbing there like really pushing down and then like easing yourself into a pain point and then releasing just like you know, like nice and smooth like you're like letting go of sand like this is it this is the ways that we can kind of bring pain upon ourselves and then introspectively look and say like oh well, watch it goes away and then how do i feel in my shoulder or whatever or my wrist so that like the in between the index finger and thumb is a great point the wrists are a great point too so kind of like it's hard to again, explain this over uh audio but like on the left and right side like the top and bottom of left and right side like kind of just squeezing into those four points um and like giving your wrist a good rub down even you know like not trying to focus on something but you can kind of dig in there and get to a pain point right the signal point that is like through the fascial connection when you can kind of like ease off once you find the pain point and then slowly add more here you go now you're interacting with these acupressure points and these meridians these energy meridians that can really change up your frequency fast if you give a once over and they're real quick where you're like you're sitting on a plane or you're sitting in a you know in traffic or something like that you can do real quick and change up your energies so um the wrists are a good one the elbow is another good one so the lefts and the right sides of the elbow kind of right where that joint meets uh you know the head of the elbow so like the joint to the head of the elbow and then kind of into the pit like searching around in there pushing the lefts and right sides kind of clamping on like a claw uh and squeezing both sides at the same time like the elbows are a great one obviously the shoulders right anybody grabs you and just is like hey good to see you and starts rubbing your shoulders you're like dude this feels amazing you can be my friend hang around and rub my shoulders for the next hour right because we try to do everything with our shoulders so we try to lift everything with our shoulders we try to make sure that um you know we're engaging them correctly and holding posture good and then end up like hurting our back because we're holding two you know open rib cages like that that's it like it's a simple 
yin-yang kind of interaction with this spine and if you can hold it straight up and down with your chakras aligned you'll hold yourself lighter you'll hold your spine lighter and then you'll hold your head lighter so like just a good cue of like tucking the chin regressing the head this will open up the shoulders bring them back okay now you're starting to lift the spine into decompression keep tucking your chin and regressing your head and here you go like use your headrest in your car like a lot of people don't use their headrest in their car so kind of using your headrest in your car and tucking your chin and then finding the shoulders back and breathing out to the belly and and just kind of going back and forth yin yang in it between those areas this can this can really open up those areas like like the shoulders which hold acupressure points which hold a lot of like build up and you know inflammation and overuse and a lot of people don't know that they're sore there until you know you're at a gathering and somebody grabs your shoulder and starts rubbing on them you're like holy cow yeah i'm sore there i hold a lot of tension there and in the fronts and the backs and especially the fronts man i gotta like really relax more and, and quit drooping forward at my desk and i gotta bring myself back and hold my my rib cages open and you know maybe engage with my hand chakras and energy meridians and acupressure points and see how it helps my back as i sit for a long day so it is what it is i understand like when you sit for a long time these these energy meridians these acupressure points get a little bit like pooled up they get stagnant so it's like good to to listen then and 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 give yourself a once over at each of these points so we went through like the index finger and thumb point the wrists, the elbows, the shoulders, the arches of the feet. This is a big one. People come at me a lot with back pain. And I'm like, dude, throw a soup can on the ground and rub your arch for like five minutes each foot and watch your back pain go away. Throw a water bottle on the ground and, you know, you can freeze it or put some cold under there. But like get an acupressure mat, stand on the acupressure mat, put a golf ball on the ground, like rub the bottom of your feet because these acupressure points at the base of our feet are, are amazing to wake up. And they're, they're ones that have been kind of, again, shut off. I, I know I covered a lot of this in my earthing video, but they've been shut off by the rubber layers of, uh, you know, manufacturing of footwear that we have been placed into. Like I didn't know I was doing anything wrong when I was buying my, like, my nikes or adidas or something like that and like i was buying them and keeping them zero drop but they still had that layer of rubber like i would always buy the skater shoes and like those were at least flat like good I, my intuition knew and then like you start to get out of those and you get into like more of a feel ground footwear and you wake up the acupressure points and you start to feel better and you don't carry as much back pain or if you like move your body enough and play a game or this and that and your back's hurting you then you search down below and, and take care of the foundation because it's carrying your torso around for you all day, every day. Um, and you know, the power points at the base of the feet are, are numerous. There's 400 nerve endings at the base of your feet, 4,000 in your hands. So pushing on these areas, these nerve endings will, will wake the system up from the, from the foundations up. And, and you know, when you, you take care of these like more weaker points, because again, us, us humans all wear shoes and it seems like we never take them off. A good practice is like go barefoot in your house and then another better practice is like get toe separators and wear those and walk barefoot around your house and then like throw acupressure mats around in your house and like get on some different surfaces and then go out in the grass start walking around the grass and then the and then you're putting those feet on like mulch or you're putting them in the dirt or on roots or rocks or even in the river like you're just walking up the river stepping on rocks and in the water engaging very deep it's it's a it's a it's a wild thing but like i i love it because my wife gets on me she's like you and your super feet like uh the other day it was super cold and i'm like taking the trash out and um 
I'm like walking through my gravel driveway and just like, dude, my feet were frozen and I'm getting the acupressure and I'm like, good thing I do all this acupressure. And it was very sensational. And you know, does it do a whole bunch that you can immediately feel like, I don't think it's going to be like, you know, you're immediately feeling better. But if you do it for like five minutes or you do like see those steps of like, I got steps to take out the trash. I'm not putting my shoes on. I'm walking through the gravel. I'm getting my acupressure and it was just so cold and <laughs> it was good feelings and everything. So it wakes you up to, you know, from the system, from beneath up into the systems above. So like, that's it. Acupressure down into those feet, right? The arches. And then even in the ankles, the lefts and right sides of the ankles into these like super joint areas where it's like bound up with a whole bunch of inflammation and tendons and fascia fascia build up blood build up like rubbing around in the base of your ankles like that inner pit point between like the inner side of your foot like that left like left side right side like you're grabbing it like a claw like a like a lobster claw you're grabbing yourself and just holding and giving that energy to those areas letting the pain rise and then releasing and then doing it again releasing and watching how everything can kind of again give it a, a better free-flowing highway of information and feels to deal with the pain that you might be experiencing so heading up from the ankles into the knees like grabbing onto the left and the right sides of the knees getting into those like pockets between the front like plate of the knee right that that like knee bone it like covers so nicely and then you start to reach around there underneath there like watch how much all these fine things become like almost painful because they're shorter there and they're more bound up and you use the joint like crazy all the time so it's like it's a constant one but here you go like you got some energy meridian points that you can press on in those knees that can help your back help your knee help your ankles help your feet whatever and then going up from the knees into the hips which are huge 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 uh acupressure points that again you can press on feel engage use on a foam roller use with like a therason you know a bamboo or anything like that like getting those feelings to come through the outsides of your hips like the nine chakras from the outside of your hips amazing stuff to inter get inner uh you know interlace yourself with and engage with because it's it's these areas that are like our manifestation areas the outsides of the hips the the, the sacral like creativity and the roots like connection like grounding all this stuff like all these lower energy centers need this type of therapy and you're getting into the acupressure points of the hips well these ones are going to start to talk to you and they're going to be like sore be, like again like before you knew it before you started pushing on them you didn't know how sore they were so investigatively going in and seeing yourself like okay look at this i'm gonna push on the the this joint and this joint and that muscle and this muscle and then like i'm gonna go smooth and long on this part and then i'm gonna like etch at it with this one because i can feel a little pain point so i'm gonna like scratch at it for a little bit on the foam roller you know or the guasha tool i'm gonna i'm gonna like push that down and, and know that it's a light energy thing that i can mind scape myself into healing like you can do it you can bring these things through other densities into this third dimension density and like with again more light so because that's it what's what's a what's a rock right it's just slower moving energy and then what's like the light it's faster moving energy you know and we are that like electromagnetic being where we can start to manipulate things and push around and press on acupressure points and and before i forget like pushing around the belly button this is a big one to like push in around your belly button just investigatively go around your belly button push in push in hard make your fingers stiff and press in there this is going to press on your psoas muscle so pressing on your psoas muscle this like embedded abdominal wall muscle will help relieve your back so reach in there like go through the layers of yourself and press and once you find 
that super tender spot like rub at it hold on it breathe into it as you're holding the pressure and watch how your back takes on a nice relief this is a big part of my energy transmissions where we do press around the belly button and like you know i i've noticed a couple of my students like you know they kind of like okay what we're, all right we're, we're gonna like press around our belly button uh what is this like well this is again tending to the front could be a helpful thing for what's behind it's always been a weird um mystical download upload now to you of like what you flex behind you like if you flex your back and your butt you can you can more so utilize the front of your body so everything behind you helps you utilize what's in front of you and everything in front of you helps you utilize what's behind you it's this yin yang back and forth like you flex your butt you're, you're gonna hold your you're gonna have an ability to hold your core stronger you hold your shoulders back you're gonna have an ability to keep your pecs in a distance like in an elongated phase and also stay strong so like you can be strong in this in the front and then engage in the back engaging both sides well there's the yin yang meeting the fish right in the middle and and knowing that this is like a constant swim and we're, we're we're trying to find these lefts and right balances and we see ourselves and we're like looking at our ourselves and like we, we practice exercise and grab two 30 pound dumbbells and think that's the right thing to do but we are not symmetrical we're just simply not symmetrical and there is no perfect symmetry so search searching and striving for symmetry i believe this is something that we should be doing because once we are you know more symmetrical we have less pain we're dealing with our imbalances because we were kids right we were born as babies and we were pretty much like grabbing at the air we didn't even know how to move and then we start to move and grab things and then crawl and then stand up and walk terribly like with like duck feet and like into your back falling down getting up banging your head everything and so like we don't move very well as young children and then the chronic injuries lead to when we were older i'm not saying you injured yourself when you were older but you've built destruction patterns upon your spine and your arms and your everything because you were such like a soft baby and didn't know about like keeping your body aligned and pulling the spine into decompression because gravity is here gravity is here no matter whether we like it or not it's pushing down on our spine and like giving us this weighted feeling so the more that we can lift ourselves up and carry ourselves light this is the this is the cue like tuck your chin regret your head start to carry your spine a little lighter spring your shoulders back you know carry your pelvis nice and level like you're carrying around a bucket of water and you're not dripping a drop for the community you're bringing it back to so because it's, it's that important um so yeah again seeing all these acupressure points pushing around the belly button investigatively again going into the vessel pushing doing all these good things taking it to the pain points of change and you know coalescing all these feelings in this like yin and yang fashion this light and dark fashion this polarity experiencing fashion we are here but like you don't win every game not every exercise is that great not every day is that great not every thought is that great not every you know feeling in your body is that great not uh, but but you're the one who can can investigatively make yourself better you're, you're a quantum creator so like in this vessel we have this free will thing that like we have above spirit too like we have our free will we can do whatever we want and like when we do that stuff well what what are we affecting right we're affecting this like again analogy time motor vehicle boat whatever you want to say like you can analogize this human vessel to a tree right i think that that's the best representation is like a tree well it has roots and it has a body and it has arms like right branches and leaves that change it's such an amazing 
you know, thing to see how like our bodies grow the exact same as a tree. Right? Think about that. Our bodies grow the exact same way as a tree. It's like the seed is planted, it grows up, it grabs roots and foundation and gets stronger and like bends and sways in the wind. And then like, even if it decays and dies or gets chopped down, right? That's a good analogy, right? We get chopped down in life, whatever. We get back up, we decay, we nourish the earth. I am earth, I represent earth, I represent the world. When I identify I am the world, I am that tree. I am you, I am me, right? We are one. United we fly. And that's it, the tree's the representation. Like you plant that seed, watch the tree grow, watch the plant grow, watch it provide in every shape and form, in this density and beyond too. That's why plants are so mystical. Trees, we are just like them. We grow very similarly. We have roots. We have a trunk. Right? We have we have leaves and how we like change colors through the seasons. Like we get tans, we lose tans, we we you know get strong, we we get more flexible, we get more endurance and stamina, we get more sleep, like all this stuff. So we kind of go through our seasons just like a tree too. And we and we t and, and we embody it through the biological spacesuit vessel body. So it's an amazing thing. See yourself as a tree. We also are like mushrooms. I, w I, went, I wanted to go deep on this because everybody knows me. I love mushrooms and how they can bring a very, very big time informational pathway of, of divine knowledge from whew, ancient, ancient stuff that is of this earth, right? We want of the earth. So you take an adaptogenic mushrooms and, you know, experimenting with psilocybin and, and seeing how like even these all these medicinal mushrooms, the, the psychotropic ones, all of them, they're amazing. They are, their bodies are like our bodies. So like, here's the couple like just listed off elements of a mushroom, right? The body of a mushroom. We not only grow the same, like the tree, right? The mushroom, we grow just like mushrooms, animals, right? Fungi, fungi like mold, we grow just like all that stuff. We grow like animals mushrooms grow like animals mushrooms grow like fungi mushrooms grow like trees mushrooms have all these elements so listen to these elements like right they have the mycelium that's like the root network there's a stalk right there's a cap there's pores there's actually teeth in a mushroom there's gills there's scales of a mushroom there's striations of a mushroom there's tubes of a mushroom pores of a mushroom rings and skirts of a mushroom there's bulbs of a mushroom there's vulva of a mushroom right we can go deeper and deeper and deeper into like well okay i'm here of earth that mushroom of earth and look at how it grew up it has like the intelligence beyond our our capability of seeing like you have to get very close and microscopic to see how it's like spreading its spores and just propagating perfectly in balance with nature so like seeing all these different things that a mushroom has in it right like just like teeth like us taking care of our teeth that are a part of our body right but we wither away and decay our teeth are still around our nails are still around how come that stays around right your bones and like stuff because it's not it's like drier it's it's like that mineral world that lives longer than us like we are mineral beings but look how a mushroom grows up and like sometimes it'll be around for a week sometimes it'll be around for a day sometimes it'll like just grow up and die the same day because the growth the growth is at the roots the knowledge and wisdom come from the roots and then it like it's like okay we need to nourish the land so let's grow up the stalk grow up the torso grow up right the strong core and then produce this 
cap, right? This protection cap, this crown chakra so that the things can come in and sunlight can inter introduce itself to us and light can, can interact with the, the top of us through down into the roots, like in perfect divine fashion. And, you know, then, then have that relationship interaction of life <laughs> and then prosperous living and then the passing on of so like that's that's just the beautiful thing about a mushroom is like it is literally nourishing the ground it's nourishing the land it's smarter below us than it is above us sometimes and like you see it in this physical reality so the smarter above is plentiful we have angels we have guidance systems we have everything and then the earth guidance is like that mushroom how it's like how did it know to grow here I even had a, a mushroom called chicken of the woods grow in my backyard. I've been eating plant-based diet for a long, long time. I'm like a Cheegan. I use this from Shaman Dirk, but Cheegan, like a cheating vegan, I'll eat every once in a while, but I, I eat primarily plants, fruits, and vegetables. But I was like craving a little chicken and I'm like, I do this little hand touch on my tree and respect every single day. And I'm like getting a little craving for some chicken, you know? And all of a sudden a big chicken of the woods mushroom pops out in my backyard from my in between my tree and my stump right it's a maple tree they usually grow on the bottom of oaks or on oaks and stuff too it's weird but this thing grows in my backyard and i'm like thank you i cut this thing out it's eating fried chicken i baste it in some like gluten-free biscuit mix and like put it on to sprouted wheat bread and like had some like plant-based cheese and like bought you know have you have your have your have your go-to's but like it gave me my go-to it gave me that chicken feeling it gave me the plant to still nourish the body. It holds as much protein and fiber and, you know, micronutrient density as chicken, way more, higher vibrational. And it kept me on my path of, you know, sticking to the, the plant-based diet. So I think that it's amazing when you look at these mushrooms and how there are underground networks, right? These happenings we can't see, just like us humans, right? This information that's coming through allows us to integrate and arise and, and, and interface with and engage with and then like, you know, shed the wisdom, share the, the emotions, share the energy and, and watch how the growth happens, you know, because that's it. That's the mushroom spores, just sending it down the way, down the river to grow more. And the tree dropping these little helicopters and flying them a little further away so like the, you get a little spread out here. And you know what? We're going to put down five million of them <laughs> and, you know, make sure that we're growing something here. And if not, it, it doesn't grow, it'll nourish the land with the seed and, and the fiber and, and all that stuff. So it's just an amazing symbiotic thing that we are with this outside bodies, right? These bodies that like are of a tree, of a mushroom, of a plant or a vegetable, like this is it. It's pushing from the earth and letting us see the physicality through the physicality that like we are the same. Because we traveled here from the stars, planted our seed, chose our parents, chose our biological spacesuit, and then chose our family, and then chose all of the experiences that you're going through. Because whether it's good or bad, you are choosing this experience. You have the free will. This body is a great tool for you to think, feel, and choose, and go around and do exactly that. And, you know, holding that frequency of love is easy. <laughs> On to the next thing, right? But food in general is, ge is generally like a body food. It's, it's got nutrients, minerals, it's got sunlight, interaction, water, all this good stuff. And it's, it's amazing how that your food and your body are, are, are completely intertwined. It is, it is, there is no separation, right? 
there is this gut microbiome that I believe is like your aliens. Like you got these aliens living inside of you and if you can control your alien environment, they'll make you smooth in the morning, smoother in the day, smooth at night, give you higher energy during the day, better sleep at night, you know, easier evacuation in the morning. It, it is what it is. And like eating mushrooms and eating plants and trees, like these are the ways that we can heal the microbiome and have a more regular uh, flow of, of inflammation um, and, and energy and sleep or whatever. So it's kind of amazing, you know, like I, I'm going to go through a couple like lists of foods that like how how they even like look like the body, right? Like look at the tomato, like it's very associated with the heart. You're probably the one you you know right off the bat is like the tomato and heart like dude they are exactly look alike and just by the you know gift of nature and gift of earth it's like here well you're gonna heal your heart well here try some try some of this tomato eat, eat more of these every single day like eat three of them every single day to help your heart if you got a heart condition right um but like the lungs look uh, another food that looks like the lungs is grapes so like eating grapes help with your lung health and, and, you know, the, the, what do the lungs do? I mean, the lungs are a very big time processor of like oxygen into the bloodstream and like regulate your temperature and everything. So like, think, well, the heart is your, is your super organ, right? That's your super conduit organ um, that, that literally can give you the answers. It can give you the pain. It can race, you know, it can slow down. It's, it's everything so that heart but here we go to the lungs right they're the ones that like will interact with the oxygen and send it into the bloodstream which carries it to the heart and then you know improves or you know decreases your body temperature so like eating things like grapes will like totally get you to breathe better and regulate your body temperature and stuff like that um but ginger is often like associated with the stomach like just the shape of it and how it looks like a stomach and how ginger again helps the stomach helps populate the microbiome with all these micronutrients antioxidants and again gut flora populating uh you know earth material that can inter intertwine and engage with your microbiome and it kind of like becomes this like coating of love the coating of high vibratory foods just like ginger and grapes and tomatoes that can like coat the the bowels and and, and really hydrate the tissues like through bowel management so it's pretty awesome but kidney beans, what do they look like, right? They look like your kidneys. So what is the main function of the kidneys, right? It's to remove um, like, like a whole bunch of like waste product from uh, like that's excess into the blood. And it, it's just like, think about it. You eat a couple kidney beans, you're going to push that envelope. You're going to push this detoxification pathway and, and get this excess water out of the blood so that you can, uh, you know, defecate, urinate, whatever you need to do to detox the body and start the cycle again. But kidneys, like if you have something wrong with your kidneys, eat some kidney beans. <laughs> but uh, an avocado, how it's like a womb and uh, like a uterus, like it's shaped exactly the same. So, you know, they've always said like eat your avocados if you want to get pregnant or are pregnant. Um, obviously not too much of anything, but, uh, how celery is like your bones, right? It has this like crunch and snap to it and it's like brittle, you know, we are gentle beings, we are brittle beings, but here you go. Like celery is just like your bones and how it has like this like texture and this obvious deep hydration, you know, within the like bones, like the stalk, right? Like it's very hydrating in there and filled with salts and pH balance and salts, like all these good minerals, everything. So celery is like your bones um a banana it's like your smile 
<laughs> so it's just like, you know, you hold a banana up, it's curved, it's arched, it's just like a smile. Like, what do bananas make you feel when you eat a banana? It makes you smile when you eat anything of Earth, when you eat any of these foods. Like, I mean, the, obvi the obvious ones, like walnut, are like the brain, you know? Like, the walnuts are like the brain. You, you, you need to have more brain fuel. You need to, you know, uh, step up in a, in a situation and, and give a speech or take a test have extra walnuts um or, or say like you're going uh on a hiking trip and you want to make sure your eyes are on point like eat extra carrots carrots are good for your eyes and like it's weird how again these shapes of these foods are kind of like conical and like circular and gland shaped and weird shaped that like it, it, it correlates directly with the organ so and like again another one is mushroom for your eyes or for your ears like hearing and for hearing improvement so mushrooms are good for your ears like they're just shaped like an ear you know it's, it's an amazing thing olives are like ovaries like they're they're shaped like ovaries and um teeth are like strawberries like right they got those little like seeds that are kind of coming out like teeth um all right kind of got a little cut off there at the hour mark i didn't know i could only record for an hour so kind of was uh touching up on how how foods look like certain things on our body like how mushrooms look like your ears for, so they're for hearing so it's kind of amazing how all these different foods look like you know our human body like the organs like all the different shapes are, are, are very mystical and how they correlate with with organs in our body so pretty cool and like easy real real easy ways to um kind of look at what what foods could heal you so for any ailment so it's pretty cool um but i wanted to kind of touch on a couple things like these are the 12 energy centers like organs energy centers and like meridian points that i like i have come to you know see as right in my eyes so pretty much just going through them like lungs large intestine stomach pancreas heart small intestine bladder kidneys heart governor triple heater gallbladder and liver so all those different things that like energetically hold their own microbiome right and own electric impulse right and and function and process and it's just an it's an amazing symbiotic thing and then like you get into um a career like mine and then you start to really learn the layers that is the human body and how that it is a interchangeable thing like they say like every seven years your cells have reproduced so much that like you have a new body like all your cells have done their thing everything is shed away and you're like an onion anew you know so it's pretty amazing to you know see ourselves as these regenerative like these bio re-energetive like regenerating vessels that, that like as soon as you get hurt as soon as you eat something as soon as you think something it's producing it's it's advancing it's making another adjustment to to anything that that you need in that given situation so just to again kind of like finish up uh, a, a little bit about the you know, you know shapes of food and how how it correlates with organs and stuff like that and now all the different organs and like the heart governor, like that's responsible for the blood, like which is an energy meridian point. Um, and then the triple heater, which is respo responsible for like um, the glands, the glymphatics, the glymphatic system, the lymphatic system, metabolism, hormone produce production, um, all, all that kind of stuff. So again, like those 
are are really really important things to think about is like okay these are organs but they're also energy centers and they're also energy meridians and then like my acupressure points can help those those organs that hold energy and you know hopefully are working in and in everything is in order so uh pretty cool to uh, again see the see the shape see the see the sizes and and then eat the foods accordingly and then like press on the body and then like see how like certain acupressure points and energy places can can affect certain organs or bones or uh, joints and stuff like that too so it's pretty amazing how you can uh, introspectively look uh, at the foods at the interaction with yourself um, and, and and you know learn from inflammation injuries all that kind of stuff so because like like I said what what happens in, when you break a bone like after um, like one week it's like in the reparative stage right and then it goes into like a remodeling stage and then it's like and it heals back stronger you know like these are the amazing things that like you look at the body and like how the body responds the response to stress response to food response to an injury whatever it's all perfectly designed and and again where where we get the pain i know the pain is not the the most ideal uh, situation for us but that is actually where the the change has an opportunity to happen now guiding yourself to those pain points is is a very sacred thing you're the creator you're the one who's either creating or destroying so you know practice well and and take into consideration this vessel of longevity right you why would you exercise well I would exercise to make myself younger more able and adaptive to stress so that's just it keep that stuff in mind um some things i want to talk about like these little movement checkpoints so like these movement checkpoints are uh pretty important to to any new client of mine so i pretty much what i will make them do is perform a few things like being able to do a deep squat so like i'm talking just chilling at the base of your squat you're squatting down to pick up something and you know the natural tendency is for people to lift up their heels which is okay like i think that people can lift up their heels it's totally cool but um when you lift up your heels you're keeping your back straighter so when you put your heels down it immediately sends the back into flexion and, and it's like way too much and it's just less core use it's just bad so being able to squat down all the way to the floor um heels down is a movement checkpoint i try to you know get people to see that it's very important because it's the natural relaxation state for a human being in this squat position and it's the natural pooping position for uh, a human too you i'm sure everybody's heard of the squatty potty so like you can use the squatty potty to put yourself in more of a squatting position to evacuate uh, more more proficiently so like the squat is a super important movement checkpoint to know that you can do before you start loading up your back and doing squats or doing huge heavy leg extensions or leg presses so like achieving that deep squat and like using certain things to help you uh achieve your deep squat like putting something under your heels like if you just put um you know a block of wood a rolled up magazine underneath your heels it'll lift your heels up and keep them up for you and then make your deep squat more attainable so definitely a cool thing to make sure that you can do is this deep squat and then you start to spend more time there throughout the day my protocol is like try to spend 30 minutes throughout the day in this deep squat position just sporadically 
and you can use things like you know elevate your heels somehow use the back of the couch or the front of the couch like you, you lean up against the couch use the wall something that's going to keep your back straighter and and log more time in this deep squat it'll help your ankles knees and hips and metabolism core strength all that good stuff so being able to deep squat and hold that deep squat and you know garden and pick things up and do all these deep, these things that we can do in our deep squat clean whatever um, but that's a huge movement checkpoint that I make sure people can do before we progress into any kind of loaded leg uh, exercise or you know time under tension program or anything like that where we're doing heavier squats so um, another movement checkpoint is being able to put your hands above your head like you if you can't put your arms above above your head your hands above your head then that shows me that there is something wrong with the shoulders and we need to you know realize there's a journey and you know work from there accordingly because this is it like if somebody can't put their hands above their head well they can put them up so far but now putting them above their head that's going to be the the part that they're going to have to remember right and journey through and experience pain with to reverse the you know biological destruction that maybe an injury set it on or you know lack of movement or whatever um, you know is, is impeding that person from putting their hands above their head because a lot of people can't do that and then when you do put your hands above your head I, I think we even did this in a previous episode but like put your hands above your head raise your shoulders up to touch your earlobes and then get them get your shoulders to drop away from your earlobes and then don't bend your elbows right like you're just dropping your shoulders down into compaction with your hands above your head and then you're talking like closing the rib cages with the breath like right you're so you're you're holding these larger joints into compaction finding the breath to the belly right the core and also you know keeping your hands above your head right your elbows straight so that's why I'm like so in love with handstands because like your hands are above your head and you're able to hold your body weight above your head for however long and do all this fancy stuff. So it's pretty cool um, putting your hands above your head and like trying to find time where you're putting your hands above your head this is important too and you can kind of like pull on things so like put a pull up bar in like a, a um, a walkway in your home or like grab onto the door frame itself and uh, you know just put your hands above your head and pack your shoulders down and then breathe out to your belly and make sure that you're you know taking care of your back you're tucking your chin regressing your head and elongating your spine so kind of cool um, but that that's a huge again another checkpoint I look into for people I'm like can you put your hands above your head can you deep squat like okay well you can't do one or the other let's go into the layers of how important that is to your human capability and then we'll go from there and start you know adding load to the joints that may not need extra strength right now they need extra flexibility because that's what usually happens when I work with people I'm like you don't know how strong you are you just you you didn't know how to like access your muscles so lining your body up accordingly and accessing the muscles accordingly putting your hands above your head isn't so hard chilling in a deep squat isn't so hard and then adding load to it is honored so pretty pretty cool to uh, again look into the deep squat hands above the head hanging ability all that stuff going into those deeper layers of, of arm and leg strength and then and, and then guiding the person to keep it more core oriented so this is pretty cool stuff um, another another like checkpoint within the body I ask people to do is like all right how long can you hold your breath like take a breath and hold your breath let's see how long you can hold your breath because that is an immediate uh, feedback tool for me to see how how much they can handle stress because <laughs> like if you can't hold your breath I mean you are above water you know you you can breathe but like hold your breath and remain calm and know that like you're above water and can breathe 
this is why I, I, I use that as a checkpoint. I'm like, all right, let's see how long you can hold your breath. Take a deep breath in, hold your breath, start a timer. Most people can't get over 30 seconds. And then what we'll do is I'll say, all right, now breathe out all your air and now hold your breath. So like, don't take a deep breath in, breathe out, and then hold your air. And we'll, we'll start a timer there and then use those two times to like, incorporate it with the exercise, incorporate it with the Tai Chi, incorporate it with the yoga, with all the different things so that you can, again, get your breath to, to be a, like, you know, a biomarker of, of wellness. So pretty cool. Um, another checkpoint I like to go through, again, getting getting uh, beyond like the deep squat and arms above the head and breath, but like how long can you hold a plank, right? And I think that this is a question up for debate. It's like, how many push-ups can you do? My answer is like, I can do one. I can do one that I'm flexing so hard and you'll be so proud of me. Like that coach would be like, okay, that's the one, you know, and that's how many I can do. So how long can you hold a plank? Well, I can hold a plank for one second, you know, because I can flex and make it everything I got. But holding a plank and being able to hold a plank is like being able to, you know, get up off the ground after you fall down. It's pushing off the ground to get, get yourself under yourself to, to stand up. So being able to hold a plank and hold a plank with your shoulders engaged correctly and your breath to your belly and your, you know, the backs of your legs being used. Like these are important things that I'll start off with a new client with. We're like, okay, can you deep squat? Can you put your hands above your head? How long do you hold your breath? How long can you hold a plank? Can you plank? Or, or here's how you do it from your knees and like show them how upper uh you know body strength and hand balancing is should not be our strongest point what's stronger your legs or your upper body or lower body your legs are stronger than your upper body because they've been carrying your you around your whole life so it's pretty awesome um so like learning how to actively and passively hang you know kind of how we talked about with the shoulder stuff with the hands above the head like knowing that like okay i can passively hang for x amount of time or i can actively hang for x amount of time and then using those two times to get longer and and build more health in in larger joint areas and, and take care of back problems and you know again striving to balance the lefts and rights because again we are not symmetrical beings i wish that we were but balancing the lefts and the rights is it's pretty much impossible. Like you can get close and strive for it. I watch the craziest of crazy movers and I'm like, man, wow, look at that. But they always know and they I know that they know that there's always more layers that they can get through to self. So balancing your lefts and rights is, is like a thing that you're gonna have to figure out the rest of your life. And one of the coolest tests I have uh, for figuring out your lefts and rights for the rest of your life is try this with me, okay? So you're gonna tap your thumb and your index finger together to like a beat. I'm gonna do it loud so maybe you can hear. So like, that's my index finger and thumb tapping. I'm finding the beat, little boom, 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 boom. Okay, so you tap your finger and your index finger to like a beat like that, like just one, two, and then you go as fast as you can. So go as fast as you can now, faster. Like only you are gonna be able to figure out that imbalance between your lefts and rights the rest of your life. So like, <laughs> I love that test because it always does make people like look up at me and they're like, wow, okay, there's a difference, <laughs> you know? And I think that's the biomechanical awareness that you can bring into your vessel of like, I got lefts and rights. I'm gonna brush my teeth with my left hand. I'm gonna like work towards clipping my nails with the other hand. Like, you know, it is crazy how these little biomechanical finer movers, uh, you know, are, are easily represented through that little finger tap test. So like tapping your fingers together to rhythm and then going to 
your fastest capability, you'll see that like, oh my gosh, I am a righty. Oh my gosh, I am a lefty. And I got to balance out these lefts and rights and, you know, introspectively look at my lefts and rights and maybe strive towards symmetry a little bit more or maybe grab a, a heavier weight to my left arm to build up that left arm a little bit more symmetrical like the other one. It's like, it's a crazy thing, but I've experimented with these things and you know, these are the things that we don't want to do that usually provide the most change. And when you do it, watch how the change comes very quickly because you're going against something that you don't want to do because you're so used to being righty or you're so used to being lefty or using that weight or, you know, not testing this, the, the, the lefts and right sides or doing things one-armed or one-legged. Like, this is it. And that's actually get, that's, that's what's coming through right now is like, you know, if if somebody can deep squat and everything's good and they can do loaded back squats, but can they do a pistol squat? So one of the biggest checkpoints I ever put out there is that like, can you do a pistol squat? If you can't do a pistol squat, which is a one-legged squat all the way down, all the way up to like where your butt cheek is touching your Achilles, like all the way down, all the way up each leg. So if you can't do one of those, then there's a journey there. You should just work on getting your pistol squat before you go loading yourself with a whole bunch of weight and doing two-legged squats. So like the inability to perform a pistol squat shows a trainer, hey, you got some things to, to work on mobility and strength wise in your knees, ankles, hips, and wherever else in order to, um, you know, honor the load that you might throw on your back. Well, let's like work towards that. And there's really, really awesome progression stages to pistol squats, which I think that'll be a good uh, YouTube video I'll put, put out there. Um, I'll provide a link in, uh, in the show notes, but it is uh, it's a really, really awesome thing to like, all right, I'm gonna pro progress towards that one-legged squat because then I'll honor my one-legged body weight squat I can do. And then that'll honor me to throw 100 pounds on my back and really get my heart rate to go up. And you know, it's, it's kind of awesome so that you can look into the, the lefts and the right sides, maybe see that like, oh, my pistol squat's really good on my right, but not so much on my left, or I have more mobility on my left and too much strength on my right, and then you can balance out according. So, um, you know, all these different things, like these different tests are, are, are good things to think out about. Another uh, good test is like the get up and lie down test. So like, if you lay somebody down on the ground, how do they get up? Okay, what are they gonna use? Are they gonna use their hands? Are they gonna use their knees? Are they gonna use a chair, like an ottoman to like help themselves up? Can they get up? Whatever, but that's a huge sense of mortality is just because like if people can't fall down and get back up, like, uh-oh, like something bad could happen and like help can't get to them or they can't get to a phone or something. But this is why it's like a test and there's a test out there. You can like look up thousands of videos on it but like just sitting on your butt on the ground okay you don't even have to be lying down but like sitting on your butt on the ground get up without using your hands and then if you have to use your hands that's like a point and then there's like a point system that you keep and like you start getting you know it's like golf you use less points over time and then you know you have a perfect zero where you can do a pistol squat you can sit down on your butt you can get your foot underneath you and stand up with one leg like there you go perfect score but if you sit down on the ground and then you like have to roll over and put a knee on the ground or use your hands or use an object even like those are points but those are that's fine that's your human innovation like use what you need to get up and down off the ground but that's why that there's like certain practitioners out there who made certain tests like this that are really great for a natural movement coach to be like hey can you get up and down off the ground and it's like to be honest i saw how much that made you struggle and if i put a timer on for five minutes and say get up and down off the ground for five minutes you're going to be winded you're going to be you know tired you're going to be straining you're going to be losing form because 
it's that tough for you. So like making that ability to get up and down off the ground uh, with ease and grace and, and strength and, and you know, no objects needed or, or touching to the, the, the ground, like that is a really good tool. So something that you can try with yourself and your family is just, all right, I'm gonna see if you can get up and down off the ground. I've had people come up to me they're like, we were at a Christmas party and I saw, I was making everybody try to get up and down off the ground and all these people were kind of, they couldn't do it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, but this is it. Like, you can spread this wisdom to your your family, and like, if they can't, like, send them to a personal trainer, send them to a practitioner that can help them get mobile. And because that's again a sense of mortality is like, if you can take a stumble and get back up, if you can like lose your balance and catch it, if you can, you know, you know, bump your arm and heal. You don't have a bruise for four weeks, and then everything's so slow. Like you heal back quickly. You're filled with good foods. You're you're massaging. You're you're you know going through these movement checkpoints and making sure that your body is in tip-top shape and is able. So um, you know, doing these types of tests, like the get up and down test, the laying down and getting back up, the sitting down and getting back up, the being making sure that somebody can deep squat and put their hands above their head, hold their breath get into a, 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 an actual plank or a downward dog to stretch a little bit, hanging on like a bar versus Olympic rings versus your, you know, door jam. Like, you, you know, doing these types of things is, is uh, kind of, again, pulling us away from our core at times. Like when you squat, how much core are you actually using? When you put your hands above your head, how much core are you using? When you hold your breath, how much core are you actually using? And like a lot of this stuff will drive you back to the core principles that you need to keep in mind so that again, you're creating a better body, you're creating a better vessel, a better inflammation response, all this stuff. Like it's just like, the old school one of being able to touch your toes like that's it like if you can't touch your toes like this is something that we got to address or if like you find yourself you know bending over really badly to tie your shoes and then you get up and you're like oh and like why not like kneel down and 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 engage the floor more and, and like do it a different way just to like build biomechanical tendencies that help you you know produce a more able body so cool stuff that like you know we've really gone into throughout this whole entire share about the body right this mind body spirit like three episode series is going to be interesting like how far can we go into the depths of the body like i think we went to pretty pretty strong depths and how like we respond to stress and how we stress ourselves and we like you know combat stress and disease through food and like the foods even shaped like like the, the places that we're needing to correct and how like trees grow like us humans and mushrooms grow like us humans and animals are just like us and how they have like teeth and microbiota and, and even you know certain foods have like teeth and higher nutrient density of certain minerals and higher hydrate or higher um you know hydration levels within themselves it's it's a it's an amazing thing so like looking at your body as this like puzzle piece right your your rocket ship here this like star vessel like it's an amazing thing that you can introspectively look at it actually does have like a number of cells a number of muscles a number of bones and joints and but like the 
imagination imagine that your imagination is, is endless the number is not quantifiable there with your imagination so seeing yourself perform the lift that you thought you once couldn't do or perform the 5k that you thought you once you, you couldn't do or performing the pistol squat or performing the squat or performing the pull-up or performing the cook cooking of the good healthy meal right and the performing of the ceremony to connect with your higher self like this is it we have this vessel and this think feel choose free will thing that we live here it's like be the bamboo bend shape and move and grow with strength and ability to to bend shape and 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 meld with the elements the elements around us the elements that are coming in at us and just correcting the pathways because the pain signals are here whatever it may be it might be a you know an invisible one but we're talking body right the body will give you the physical feedback and say hey your wrist hurts deal with something or you got a headache you gotta deal with something you got you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G going on. There is something that you need to put into action to solve what you're going through, or at least give you more information because this is it. We're here to gather the information and co collectively uh, shift consciousness into this like ease and grace feelings because this is it. Like we are not meant to have a tumultuous life on planet earth. Everything is meant to be easy. Your body's meant to feel good. It's just, we've been poisoned and stuck in desks and we're behind computers or in front of computers and, you know, stuffed into chairs and in square places where, you know, free thinking can't happen. And when you look at yourself and see how like we're confined and then you can open up from your core and start to put the information in and then interact with your vessel and watch how it's like a supercomputer with telekinesis telepathy all this stuff already built into it and then you make it really clean and then you experience different densities of reality there you go and you're again that supercomputer filled with all the great things that i've talked about but I think that what we should do is take ourselves to the great unknown and eat foods that may not sound so delicious or whatever, or like, I don't eat walnuts, but I got like migraines going on all the time. Maybe I'll eat a handful of walnuts every day and just, I don't like the taste of them, but I'm going to put them in because I, I, I know that like, look at shape like your brain. There's something wrong with my brain. My brain's giving me pain. I got to deal with it. I'm going to drink a glass of water. I'm going to have some walnuts. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to solve the problem because the, the, the signal's coming through. Will you listen? Will you get the information? Will you allow it to move through your vessel, right? Let it move through. <laughs> and that's just it. Let Allow all this to move through you. Thank you again for, for coming into this space and allowing me to exchange the energy with you. I, I love you so much and, and know that you are uh, amazing. You came here, you are so powerful. You are powerful beyond measure. And, and, and this is it. Like how I'm going to leave you is like, again, leave, leave questioning yourself of maybe like, what's one thing I can change? Like what's one thing I can implement? What, what do I need to address? Do I need to do deep squats? Do I need to eat grapes to help my lungs? Do I do I have to like engage with my chakras more? Do I need to even go at the body? Is it more going to be like, I can't wait for the next episode to talk about mind and spirit because my mind is driving me up a wall and my spirit's like screaming at me to listen to certain things. And, you know, we'll get into those spaces, but the body is this, is this, this feelable space for you. So look 
into yourself and feel into yourself and, and know that like you're going to get the information perfectly especially because you're connected and you're connecting on all these uncomfortable levels that maybe are out of your comfort zone. So it's going to definitely promote the change. So again, I hope you've enjoyed this share. I hope that you engage with some of these modalities wherever you are in this green and blue ball. Go out and hug each other tightly. Never be the first to let go. Always shoot that smile at people, wave that wave at them. That's sending a little spell to them, a little blessed ball. Like you don't know the energetics that you're passing on to somebody. Give them a smile, give them a little pat on the shoulder, give them a hug, never be the first to let go. So go out in this world, love, 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 be prosperous, abundant, and take care of this body vessel. And I'm really looking forward to the next share. Again, this three-part series. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, follow me on Instagram, Jeremy underscore Hill 9. Uh, follow me on YouTube, Jeremy Hill. And um, again, yeah, leave a nice review on the podcast if you're enjoying the material. This stuff has been amazing. It really does bring out the wisdom in me. And I'm, a, I'm so honored to connect with you on, on this now moment or later i love you so much and i am looking forward to the next share i will talk to you soon 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 i love you bye